Oh, Jim, you're here. Uh, I was just uh, walking by your uh, your room, and uh, and you you know I was thinking, uh, boy, it's been a long time since we've had the little father son uh, uh, chat. Oh, I I almost forgot. I uh, I uh, I bought some magazines. Do you want to just flip to the uh, center section? This is Hustler, and this is a much more exotic magazine. Now, they have decided to focus more on the uh, pubic uh, region, uh, the whole groin area. Uh Look at the expression on her face. You see that? See what she's doing? She's kind of looking right into your eyes, saying, Hey, big boy. Hey, how you doing? Welcome to Double Impact, the podcast where we double back on the movies that impacted us growing up as 90s kids and decide whether they hold up today or are best left in the past. I'm Tristan. And I'm Greg. Greg's uh, doing star jumps, this sort is of, a jumping jacks. exercise I've just developed <laughs> while seated. In the last few seconds. <clears throat> in a bid to overcome my head cold. Greg's got a head cold. Yeah, is that what it is? I think, it, yeah. One of those man flu. I mean, yeah, it's a man flu. It's a it broad bucket. Out. Yeah. Good to see you, Tristan. <clears throat> yeah, you too. It's been it's a while. It's been a while. Through the, the magic of podcasting, listeners may not be aware that this is the first time in six weeks. Six. Count them. Six weeks since we've recorded. Wow. Um, wow. It's good to be back. Both of us, independently, had Euro trips. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Both of us independently had weddings to go to in Europe. Ooh, yeah. I can hear my toddler running around. Yeah. After I've put him to bed. Go to bed, Bruce. Go to bed, you little... I <laughs> know, <laughs> uh, I love him mostly. He's a good egg. So, yeah, it's been a while since we recorded. Um, where, did we, where did we last leave off? Glimmer Man. Glimmer Man. So... Given we were away, we uh, we were one episode short, despite trying to get a bit of a a bit of a catalogue together before we went away. We did a few triples and doubles, but we we're one short. So we rolled out Glimmer Man, which was an episode we did. Was that like our first one? It was in the first batch. I think first we batch. recorded the same session as Batman Forever. Yeah, but we never. Yeah, because the movie yeah. wasn't very good. We thought no one would listen to it. But it's mm. gone down pretty well, it seems. So thank you. So, yeah. So if it sounded any different to how we sound now, please let us know, which is better <laughs> or worse. Yeah, exactly. And tonight... What movie are we doing? We are doing the high school coming-of-age classic <laughs> 1999 American Pie. Yeah, 1999. We're pushing the limits here, right? This is... The final year of our window of double impact yeah. movies. Uh-huh. Pretty much seventy nine to ninety nine is loosely it, right? Well loosely. Yeah. So this is this feels quite new. We've done a lot of eighties. We felt like there was a bit of a gap in the late nineties. Mm-hmm. So what better way to 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 really nail the late nineties than with American Pie? We were awkward teenagers. How old were you? I was I must have been sixteen. Fifteen, I was fifteen. Fifteen, yeah. I was seventeen. So I was bang on target for this movie. I guess you were too. Yeah, I was in my final year. That's yeah, I'd, cool. I'd never seen anything like it. I'd never. Well, this was a big event. This yeah. was a big deal. Yeah, it was hyped up well, wasn't it? Like I remember 
before <clears throat> going to see it. Like it was a big deal. I think I went with about eight mates or something. Yeah, I reckon it was still in the era of us getting movies after the US because there was hype like like it was certified big deal. Um, but yeah, it came out July 1999, budget of $11 million, worldwide gross of $235.5 million. Successful. Yeah, which is crazy because I think, I don't think they thought it was going to be that successful. No. Because they tried to sell the international rights yeah. um, and recoup costs hedge, and no one hedge, bought it. Had some bets. Yeah, no one bought it. But lucky they didn't because 60% of that gross came from outside of the US, Guess which is interesting because it's very American. I know that Australia is quite Americanized, but I didn't think outside of that. And we're tiny. We, we wouldn't have contributed much to that global box of it. Sex sells, Tristan. It does. Universal language. That's right. Puberty. <laughs> Everyone has it. <laughs> it does not discriminate. It doesn't. It'll get you. It'll get you sooner or later. Hopefully not too soon or not too late, but it'll get you. The, uh... You're going to be on par with everyone else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I pretty much went from being a child to being a man in like a week, I think. Did you? Like I was a little guy and then I was a really big guy. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Like people would actually make comments like, is that Tristan? <laughs> yeah, they hadn't seen me for a week. So what the fuck I mean, happened? They hadn't seen me in five days. <laughs> One year I was in the front row of the school photo, and then the next year I was in the back. Way. Yeah. That's how you know you made it. Yeah, that's how you That was a big deal. Better. Yeah. I was pretty happy with that. Um, all right. So we have a unique scenario here. Rotten Tomatoes, both critic score and audience score, 61%. Yeah, right. So that's it. Can't we all just get along? That's, that's nice. Interesting. Um, yeah. It didn't quite crack the top 10. Um, so we oh, so cause I'm just thinking that box office is huge, but is that was that in rental or? That was cinema. They made another hundred million home video. Apparently, it's interesting. Actually, that's a good point because I think in some of the uh, other movies we've been doing, which are like mid eighties and stuff, two hundred mil would have been like enough to be top five or something. Mm-hmm. Hey, but I guess inflation so. and yeah, number one in ninety nine was the Phantom Menace, Star Wars Ooh. controversy. Controversy. People went to see it, but thought it was shit. Yeah, controversy. But they'd got their money by then. <laughs> That's how they get you. Yeah. They should have an honesty system. You only pay (laughs) on exit if you like the movie. Yeah, they know how to make any money. Actually, that would be good. Civic did that for a while. Civic Video. They did that. You could return movies. You got another one if you didn't like the movie. But actually, in theory, that would work. Yeah. Like, you would produce better movies in the long term. I'm all about the long game. Yeah. You are. You are. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Other movies in there. Sixth Sense at number two. Toy Story 2 at number three. Matrix, number four. Notting Hill. Notting Hill, number seven. Yeah. Tarzan's in there, The Mummy. American um, Beauty. American Beauty and American Pie in the same year. Yeah. Both with that Mina Savari person. Yeah. Austin Powers, too. Um, World is Not Enough. Oh, gosh. That wasn't yeah, a good movie, was just, We might do it down the track when we run out of movies to talk about. Yeah, we'd have to be <laughs> pretty desperate. Pretty desperate. Um, and American Pie at number 15. It was a pretty interesting year for movies. Yeah, I thought there's a bunch of good ones that were way outside of the top ten. But like Blair Witch, not saying it's a particularly good movie, but that was, it was a significant pretty, movie. It was very significant. Yeah, but then you've got like Being John Malkovich. Oh, I missed that. Um, yeah. Magnolia. Magnolia. Hey, I love Magnolia. That's a great movie. Yeah, and then it's got even the rom coms were fire that year. Ten Things I Hate yeah. About You, Notting Hill. Comedies like Office Space, then like Talented Mr. Oh, Office Ripley. Space. Oh, that was a big deal for me, Office Space. I didn't see it until a few years later. I think I saw it, maybe not that year, but I, it was like me wanting to make movies like that era. Yeah, right. Maybe a year later or yeah, something. Yeah. And I'm like, I could make a movie like that, I reckon. Yeah. 
I had worked in an office by the time I'd watched it, so it really, uh, really resonated. Yeah. <laughs> Wild Wild West? Did you say Wild Wild West? I did not say Wild Wild West. <laughs> Same year. I never saw that. Mm, I think I, I'm pretty happy that, like, that I had the judgment. And there's a giant mechanical spider in it. That's yeah. All I know. Yeah. Um, Green Mile, Stuart Little, the list goes on. Good year. Good year. Yeah, good year. Yeah, and considering it is in that awkward limbo of not quite retro yet, which we can probably talk a bit about yeah. the, when we talk about, about American Pie. Stuff. Yeah, that's one of my big things. <laughs> it's just, yeah. But like these yeah. movies are pretty good already. Yeah. I don't know. I reckon there's going to be some – they'll age well. Yeah. So what about the sequels, Greg? Have you Did you see all of the pies? Uh, which one's the wedding? Is that the second one? The third one. Okay. I feel like I've seen that. Yeah. And what happens in the second one? I can't remember. Yeah. Oh, no, they've been to college Band and they camp? have summer. Summer. Is it Band Camp? So that's the thing. So there's American Pie 2, then there's American Wedding, which is American Pie 3, then there's American Reunion, which is American Pie 4, but there's also the broader American Pie-verse, <laughs> <laughs> the cinematic universe of American Pie. So there's American Pie Presents Band Camp, there's American Pie Presents Beta House, there's American Pie Presents The Book of Love, American Pie Presents The Naked Mile, all of which have the dad in it for some yeah, reason. And that's the hardest part. There's this some kind of plot contrivance for him to be there. It's like he works at the band camp now. And he's uh, is all... <laughs> I think eventually he hooks up with Stifler's mum in one of them, oh, uh, which is which is my uh, secret shame is I've seen all of these. You have? All of them, yeah. Did you actively seek them out? No, they've all been on Netflix at various points. And I like to watch... Um, it's something about teen movies that I find really cheesy and entertaining. They're not good movies, but it's just like a weird, I don't know. Sunday hungover time. Yeah, yeah. And I like, I know this is shit. And I think I enjoy things like, oh, how are they going to get Jim's dad into this one? Like, it's just, <laughs> it's the shit. All of them have a stifler relative too. And yeah, it's, um, right. the brother was in a couple, wasn't he? Yeah. The younger brother? I think so. And they're, they're bad, man. They're bad. So they, they, all those ones that you mentioned were basically wedged between, uh, sorry, yeah, post-wedding, pre-reunion, right? Yeah, I think so. So yeah. it's one, two, three, a bunch of crap, and then reunion with the Yeah, and they're cast. all director video. Very low budget, very just like... Low. Yeah. Some of which are rated 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Good. Do they equal Seagal with a few not yet rated? Yeah, yeah. If you made a movie, would you rather it was rated zero or not yet rated? I think not yet rated. Oh, yeah, there's a glimmer of hope. Yeah, excuse the pun. <laughs> oh man, what about where were you in '99 and and when this movie came out? Was yeah, this- I was I was smack bang living it. So I I must say though, on the rewatch, kind of jumped out at me that this entire group of mates were all virgins, which is kind of pretty hard to believe. Like in like that they're all virgins. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure like he's a really bad actor, but a confident bloke who looked like Chris Klein is not going to be 18 and be a virgin. Yeah. No way. Yeah, yeah. And even He's looking, on the little cross team, bro. Yeah. He's all striker. <laughs> and it's not like he like he's out there trying to tune chicks. He would have been fine. Yeah. Uh, and then I look at me and my schoolmates. I was literally the only virgin. Right. My age really? At this stage, I mean, I'm pretty sure I was the only battler. <laughs> So I'm just like, I don't know. Who did you most relate to? Stifler. Yeah. No, I don't know. I feel like I had a bit of all of them in me, except for Shipbrick. I don't like that guy. The um, Yeah, it was a big event. I think I thought that this was like a new kind of movie that no, had never been done before. Like this is really like out there. Yeah. And then when I got older, I realized, there's, realized there's Porky's this. and there's yeah. Animal House and yeah. they're all kind of. It's a formula. Yeah. 
Oh, for the Aussies out there, I distinctly remember seeing this, the actors promoting this on Hey Hey It's Saturday. Oh, really? <laughs> I really tried to find the clip too. I couldn't, it didn't exist. Oh. Hey Hey It's Saturday is sort of like a late night show. Yeah. In Australia, that was only on once a week because we couldn't come up with enough content to do it five nights. No, no way. <laughs> um, so they put it on the night where everyone goes out. Oh, no, but everyone sat around as a family I and loved watched it. the show. Yeah. That, we might order some hot chips on a Saturday night Ooh. from Gladesville. Oh, yeah. Where'd you go to? What would you go to in Gladesville for hot chips? There, well, Pom- back Pom- in the day, I think it was Pom's Kitchen. Pom's Kitchen? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a sign of the times, man. My mum would walk in there and go, like, $2 worth of chips, thanks, or something like that. And it would be this Feed mountain of chips. Yeah. And then I'd drown it in vinegar yeah. and sit right in front of the television watching, hey, it's Saturday, getting all sweaty from eating too much vinegar. Uh, <laughs> so good. Um, in saying all this, I don't really remember if I saw it. I must have seen it at the cinema, but I don't remember it really. I definitely did. But it was a big deal. It was a big fucking deal. I mean, we were basically, like you're saying, bang on target for this movie. This was our... Yeah. They were, they were us, sort right, of. Let's, let's also make a pact. They were, yeah, yeah, yeah. We should do that, man. Yeah. Yeah, we we were they were the bizarro versions of us basically. Um, so should I go into a little background of how yeah, this movie came Yeah, give us a bit of about? background. Give you a bit of background. All right. So this guy, the exe- who became this guy became the executive producer. His name's Craig Perry. The EP. The EP. Yeah, that's the. Uh, yep. I'm done. We can we can use jargon. We can use jargon. Like. EP. Our listeners are savvy. <laughs> as am I. We have a savvy audience. Well, this guy was pretty savvy. He came up with an idea. It's been bouncing around his head for a while. An idea about four guys doing everything they can to get laid. Go on. <laughs> I guess he briefed that out to a writer. This guy named Adam Hertz to write it up. Um, seemed like this was kind of his first gig out of TV. Once it was written up, they sold the script in one day, which I believe is pretty fast for seven hundred fifty k, which I believe is quite a bit of money. That's pretty good. Yeah. How long did it take him to write it? Uh, I don't know. Missed that part, but they had it was pretty funny. Not that long. It wasn't called American Pie originally, and they had this <laughs> great title for it called "Unfinished Teenage Sex Comedy," which could be made for under ten million dollars. That studio readers will most likely hate, but I think you will love. <laughs> yeah, that was the official working. <laughs> How title. good is that? Okay. And later on, it was changed to Great Falls, which was the town they were in, mm. which is not that exciting. Then, of course, it was named American Pie. Um, good name. No one wanted to direct it. But eventually went to two guys called the the Wheats brothers, Chris and Paul Wheats. Wheats, Wheats, who knows? They've done a bit of everything since then uh, as writers and directors. They worked on the movie Ants, Nutty Professor. Highbrow. They've changed a bit highbrow. Yeah. Well, one of the Star Wars movies, one of the spin-off ones, Rogue One, Golden Compass, one of the Twilight sequels. But at this point, they hadn't really done anything. And so when they were pitching for the job, they said they'd done theatre, but they hadn't. But they just figured it would be harder to find. <laughs> I like it. Harder to check on that. One one change they made to the movie, which depending on your point of view in this movie may seem not true or a shock, but they wanted to make it more palatable for females. So okay. um, they wanted to make a sex comedy that wasn't chauvinistic, um, not just for the boys, but have uh, but. Women aren't just tools for the boys, but they yeah. have and enjoy sex like I, everyone else. Yeah. Which I, is one of your original, when we were texting, when we were first watching it, you, you called that out, which I think yeah, is a fair can, point. Yeah, we can touch I'm sure we'll get a bit, more of that. But, yeah. Um, yeah, that's interesting to know that they actively did. Well, I actually, Yeah, it makes sense. And maybe if you, depending on how old you are, if this was an entry point into this genre of movie, you may think it's sexist, but it was much worse before, I yeah, guess, is the yeah. moral oh, of that goodness. tale. Yeah. 
of course, this movie gave us Sean William Scott. It basically gave us a lot of these unknown actors. Because there wasn't a lot of pressure on this movie, it was a $10 million budget. Like, they just got all these kids straight out of high school, which is kind of cool. Super cheap. So they got Jason Biggs and all the rest, which we'll get into a little bit. But they're all basically nobodies. And they got paid like nobodies. Like, Sean William Scott got paid eight grand. Yeah. (laughs) Eight grand. It's not a lot. And he got five mil for American Reunion. reunion, How good is that? And the only person that was sort of a name was Eugene Levy, which is Jim's dad. And he's, for like comedy nerds, he's actually a pretty big deal. Man, like he's, he's got some serious writing chops. Yeah, yeah. He's part of that SCTV crew. So that was um, um, Rick Moranis, that Canadian show. Ah, uh, yeah. And uh, with John Candy. and But he's in all the Christopher Guest movies. Yeah, yeah he's, like, a, he's a, they're basically writing partners. Yeah, he's legit, man. So they're involved basically. <clears throat> they're, they're, I guess, main... Claim is the um, is the mockumentaries. Yeah. So he wasn't involved in This Is Spinal. He might have been in, but I don't think he has any writing credits on This Is Spinal Tap, but he does for like Best in Show and yeah. Waiting for, what's his name? Guffman. Guffman. Waiting for Guffman. Yeah, uh, yeah. And so is Stifler's mum, Jennifer Coolidge. She's part of that crew as well. Ah, right. So it's interesting. The two kind of roles that feel like, the fact that Eugene Levy's in all those spit-off movies, you'd think, well, it's particularly interesting because he was not into this role at all initially. He had a few problems with the role, which is kind of ironic since, like I said, he's in all of those shitty sequels yeah, that are directing video. Um, but he talks about that. He, he basically wanted to change uh, the role mm. entirely, which he kind of did. Uh, you know, when we started that movie, I, I, uh, I, I really didn't like the part the way it was written. It was written differently, you know. Uh, Dad had a little bit of an edge, a little nudge, nudge, wink, wink with the son. And I, so I said, I don't want to play the character that way, really. I've got a problem with it, so maybe I, you know, I shouldn't do the movie. They, and Paul and Chris Weitz, who were directing the movie, young kids who I just met, uh, and, and they said, well, what would you change? I said, I, I said everything, really. I just don't like the role the way it is. So they said, well, come on in. A week before we started shooting, and I went in with Jason Biggs and, uh, and with Paul and Chris Weitz, and we went through every scene kind of improvising it, and it was working much better. We were getting laughs in the, you know what I mean, as we're going through it. And when I, got, when I finished, I said, you know, if we can do this, I, yeah. And that's what happened. All the, all the scenes in American Pie came out of... Um, an improvisation, but it was American Pie that you know. I mean, I've I've got a big soft spot, you know, right here for that movie. I mean, it was it was great fun. Yeah, so kind of ironic for someone that just jumps into every shitty American yeah. Pie spit off there is. Money talks. Money talks. We <laughs> can't be getting that much for those yeah. bodgier ones, surely. Yeah. Um. Uh. That's kind of all I have on the making of. Um. Should we play the trailer and get into the movie? Play the trailer. Okay, well, one time at band camp, I stuck a flute. <coughs> Is it the getting caught? Hey, Jimmy. Just wanted to say sweet dreams. Yeah, yeah. Good night, Mom. I, I think he's trying to watch some illegal channels here. Illegal, illegal channels? This is just a bad reception, huh? Oh, baby. What's that? You know what, Jerry? Just uh, give me this oh, and let's God. get this. Yeah. Oh, oh, what the hell's the matter with this thing here? The awkward moments. I want the right time, the right moment, the right place. It's not a space shuttle launch. It's sex. The infatuation. I love you. <laughs> okay. The desperation. What exactly does it feel like? Warm apple pie. 
assassination. Huh? We'll just tell your mother that, uh, that, uh, we ate it all. You know, guys, maybe I'm just not good with girls, period. All that you gotta do is just ask them questions and listen to what they have to say and stuff. I don't know, man. That sounds like a lot of work. Here's to the next step. This bed is on fire Universal Pictures presents... Perhaps you could help me with my studies? If you ever had a chance with Nadia, this is it. A story about the moves. You bad boy! The madness. What you drinking? Scotch. Single malt? Aged 18 years. The way I like it. And the moments in our lives. Please, God, let this be it. If you want to hook up with her, tell her you love her. That's how I was, dude. That are as American as apple pie. Boy, it's been a long time since we've had the little father-son uh, chat. Oh, I, I almost forgot. I bought some magazines. Well, this is the this is the uh, female form. Look at the expression on her face. She's kind of looking right into your eyes, saying, "A big boy." Oh my God. Oh. American Pie. You know, I forgot you've been there and well, back. I, I, you know, I learned about you know, it. I'm just trying to make so I, I really want you to sit here and talk to me about it. So that song, some controversial lyrics in there that <laughs> on first listen maybe you don't notice, but they used to play that song at a uh, major department store I used to work at at uni. Um, and the lyrics go, she only comes when she's on top. And we were all just like, did they just play that song? That only- Clean up in like, L2. They have like, their internal radio system, so it's playing in all the big Ws. Yeah. And they had the same with that, that um, Robbie Williams song. It just goes, give no head, no backstage passes. It's like, uh, yeah. so there was a whole series of these songs that we'd, get, we'd all have a giggle about. Anyway, that's a side note. Good trailer. How's your rewatch? Uh, it was okay. I th- I had pretty low expectations, to be honest. Yeah, same. Um, so, with that in mind, it wasn't too bad. It was yeah. okay. Uh, mm, sort of rethinking that statement. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't great. I, I think, think um, well, for me, I don't know about you, but because we were, this was one of the ones we had slated to record just before we went away and took six weeks off recording. Yeah. And so I watched it initially then and... I feel like I had a more negative reaction to it then. Yeah. And when I rewatched it again this week, I was like, oh, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was six weeks ago. So I'm somewhere in the middle now. I was split down the middle. Yeah. yeah. A couple of the characters annoyed me the whole movie. Yeah. And the acting is bad. Yeah. Man. The acting is really, really bad. Yeah. I think Chris Klein's like outstandingly bad. Yeah. And Ara was watching a bit of it with me today and she's like, whenever he talks, it's like the movie's a parody. Yeah. He's... He's and the singing, he's singing. What is? And that's the other thing. Ara said, "It's like, but why didn't they just cast people that could sing? Because the chick too, that they couldn't sing." Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> kind of it's gonna scratch your head. Like <laughs> they can't sing. Like they can't hold a note. Yeah, yeah. Magic. It's <laughs> oh, <that's> so <laughs> cringe. Sorry, I just I just felt it. Ah, <laughs> uh, and I know it's yeah, I, yeah. So there's. There's bits like that where it really pulls you out of the experience yeah. and just makes you realize you're watching a pile of shit. Yeah. But there's other bits that are, there's a lot of fun, endearing parts of it. There is fun and like in the trailer just then, those Jim's dad parts, they're funny, man. Yeah. Like we'll just tell, tell your mother we ate it all. Yeah. That's funny. I think Jason Biggs is good. He is good. He's good in that role, isn't he? But um, you know he's not Jewish? Really? <laughs> yeah. He's not Jewish. He's raised Roman Catholic. Is he though? 
<laughs> Isn't that a mind fuck? I didn't. I found that out on our on our research. Is Eugene Levy also not Jewish? No, he's super Jewish. <laughs> but he apparently quite often plays roles where he's well, like I mean, he's meant to be Jewish in this movie, obviously. If he's well, how does that go with the old whitewashing and such? I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah, I thought the acting was bad. All of the hair was terrible. <laughs> it was all terrible, right? Jim's got a weird head. <laughs> yeah, he does. And then um, Stifler's hair was all weird. Yeah. It's just weird. And then, yeah, Chris Klein's hair. So it's got that one bit. Although in saying that in high school, that's what I wanted. <laughs> but I had curly hair. Well, it is. It's, I used to put so much shit in my hair. It was like a helmet. <laughs> <laughs> is it raining outside? Because it was. I didn't. I didn't want curly hair, so I had to like. Yeah. But I wanted that thing. Just that, that little fang. Little fang off the side. Yeah. <laughs> what was your hair like in high school? Uh, red. <laughs> <laughs> curly. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty. Pretty. It was wavy. Wavy. So I also was would attempt to make it not be wavy. Right. Were you in denial of your ethnic heritage? Yeah. Like I, I told a lot of people I was Italian. Yeah, I I was too, obviously, nothing but. <laughs> I'm Italian. Yeah, Italian. <laughs> From the north, in the eyes of the guys I grew up with, there was no real Australians, like. Everyone's from somewhere. It's exactly the same. And they, and they were like, but you're not Australian Australian, right? Because yeah. that's boring. I was like, oh, no, I'm I'm Italian. Yeah. Like it was the most uninteresting thing you could be, to just yeah. be white. <laughs> yeah. Um, what you were saying before, it's a bit of a weird era in 99 because even just aesthetically, yeah. it's, it feels almost like the most outdated thing we've watched. It's in purgatory. Yeah, because it's in purgatory. Yeah, it's just like an awkward stage that hasn't quite come back. Yeah, and butterflies so just... aren't back yet. <laughs> Did you notice the number of butterflies represented in the female clothing? Oh, yeah. Big Mid-drift, baggy jeans. Midriff top with a butterfly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hot. Baggy jeans baggy and like... jeans. But I, I do remember also at the time though thinking that movies like this, the fashion wasn't realistic. It's just like this weird... Generic clothing thing. I always thought that when I watched Friends as well. Mm. Like to people at the time. So it's not just an outdated thing. I always thought, but who dresses like that? Yeah, they look like they were in theatre. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a weird. I don't I don't get that sense these days so much. Maybe it's just a weird thing of where TV and movies are at. Like, like the same like way you shoot on a stage and you know it's not a real house, but you shoot on a stage. Yeah. I don't know. It's yeah, just, yeah, it was theater, just accepted theater that it's theatre. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that was kind of weird. Um, one big one, all the people in this movie and how much I thought, but I think most people thought a lot of these people were going to be the next big thing. And for 99% of them, it kind of went the opposite way. Yeah. On that, it's quite interesting. I probably segue is a bit of a separate point, but may as well jump into it. Yeah. I was looking at that because there was quite a few people in this that yeah. sort of bounced into other movies. Like they, yeah. Like they all did movies straight off the back of it. Yeah, most of them like did. it was all—it all started. It was all happening. Yeah, it's like the fuse lit, and all well, these guys were off. And yeah, then, well, Mina Savari went and did the same year, American but it Beauty was the same year, and then she did a bunch of stuff. Yeah, she's had a pretty decent career, but all bit, but but she's gone quiet. Pretty quiet. All right, I have a theory on this one, Greg. Mm-hmm. So you know this—I think it's like an American Pie curse. Ooh, because you know it's named after American Pie, the song that's named after Buddy Holly dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think it's like I my argument is there's a weird curse just as Buddy Holly died in that plane, their careers died. Mostly. 
um, as a result of acting in this movie. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Uh, very macabre. Well, I was, but it was, it was quite, I couldn't stop thinking about it. You look at all these people and a few of them have done all right. I mean, it's kind of weird that the MILF guy, John Cho, is one of the biggest out oh, of yeah. this. Yeah. He he's literally in the credits, MILF guy number one or something. Yeah, he's even had a uh, a huge online campaign in the last couple of years on Twitter. Did you see this went viral? Hashtag starring John Cho, where all these people would Photoshop John Cho into movie posters because partly Asian representation, but partly John Cho's awesome. Let's put him in more stuff. <laughs> um, well, he's doing that himself. No, oh. but people are doing it because they're like, yeah, let's put John Cho in stuff. He's great. Yeah, right. And he's been in a few bits and pieces, obviously Harold and Kumar and that, but since then he was in a movie recently, Searching, which was really good. But he's he's been pretty consistent. He's done a lot of TV and more of a slow burn. A lot yeah. of these other guys were flashing the pan. He's slowly built up. Yeah. Um, the others have kind of done the opposite. Yeah. Well, and then the only other one, the one that probably did the best, Alison Hannigan, because she was in Buffy and How I Met Your Mother. And oh yeah, how when you on that you're in that sitcom money, that's you're you're laughing. Yeah, that show did bloody well as well. And obviously, Sean William Scott did okay. He's up and down. I feel I like that guy. Yeah, I, I want him to do more. Yeah. Um, Jason Biggs is sort of around. Mina Savari, we just talked about. She was there and then she wasn't. Tara Reid. Yeah, so Tara Reid is an interesting one. I she was a big deal for me in this movie first time around. Tara Reid. Yeah. Yeah, she was bad. Like, Babe. Even like the husky voice thing, I was like, babe. And she was so sweet and innocent. So sweet and innocent. And then it was, um, uh, it was, uh, it's a bit Kevin tainted bad. Her. Yeah, there's this really, I actually don't think I'll play it. There's this clip of her being interviewed and she's slurring her words and it's just like, yeah, she went off pretty the rails. sad, man. She was good mates with like Paris Hilton and stuff. Like yeah, she's gone off the rails. She's obviously like, I don't know. Yeah, she's had a, she's, she's had a rough trot. So again, this is what I'm saying. So aside from those first couple of people I mentioned, there's a lot of this in there. So there's mm. there's Tara Reid, hasn't had a great run of it. Chris Klein, he was supposed to be a big deal, right? Insert crickets. Yeah. He was? Because, yeah, he, he did like a rom-com-y thing with... He did one great thing, a movie called Election. Did you ever see that? That with came Reese out the same year as this. Came out the same year. I think technically they shot that first. And his character was supposed to be sort of like a dopey, really nice guy, but dopey, like, oh, okay. Yeah. And it worked really well. Like, if you just saw him with that, you go, this guy's great. Yeah. But, but then you realize, oh, he's not acting. Him. He's just, yeah. And so he didn't come back for American Wedding uh, either. So he did the Vin Diesel, Too Fast, Too Furious thing where he probably thought he was too big for the franchise. Yeah. And then he came back for a reunion. I've got some stuff, man. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? <sighs> okay. So years later, <laughs> Chris Klein would audition for Mamma Mia. And that tape got leaked. Mamma Mia, the musical. The singing musical. This is crazy. Oh. It's a bit of a long clip, but it's worth it. Stick with it. <laughs> hey, by the way, you guys had Mandy Moore in here? She is an angel of all angels. I don't know if you guys saw American Dreams that her and I did together, uh, where I too sing, hopefully better here. Than I did there. That was acting. This may be slight singing, but she is just a dream come true. You should hire her on the spot. She's amazing. Anyway, that's my own personal I love Mandy Moore scenario. Let's go, shall we? Before I embarrass myself further. Are we? All right, here we go. I wasn't jealous before we met. Now every man that I see is a 
are potential threats. And I'm possessive, it isn't nice. You heard me saying that smoking was my only vice. But now it isn't true. Now everything is new. And all I've learned has overturned, I beg of you. thing that you can't get across in audio format for that amazing clip is his face. Yeah. He's emoting hard. His eye, like he's really trying to push his eyebrows into the top of his skull. Yeah. I'd, I'd give him one note on this. It, maybe if you just finish the audition with Scooby-Dooby-Doo-Bop, Scoop, Scooby-Dooby-Dooby-Doo-Bop. Mamma mia. Mamma mia. Man. To be fair, oh. I couldn't imagine having to do auditions and things like that. No, that be would tough. be fucked. That would be. Have you ever watched those SNL auditions? Yeah. Where there's no one in the audience. Yeah. And you might get one laugh. Oh, that would be horrible. But that was pretty insane. And so he was on drugs. Yes. Um, Potentially, he looked like he it. was, and it sounds like he went through a bit of a rough patch. And I don't want the tone of this. We're not, this is not shitting on him, but we're just it's journalism. We're telling the story of what More happened to piss. this guy. Yeah, and trust me, the story rounds itself out, so it's coming. But it's another story by another teen idol, Freddie Prince Jr., who's apparently good friends with him. Um, it really just paints this guy as a bit off the rails. On the rails. On the rails. So I, I ended up in, in London doing a play with Chris Klein, and I took him to my favorite restaurant out there. They made this veal piccata dish, and we were there, and we had a few drinks, and we're in the elevator going down, uh, quite a few drinks. There's this British guy with his girl in there, and he says, oh, he didn't recognize us. And uh, he, the guy goes, oh, so you're, you're American, American. And Chris goes, USA, baby. And the, the guy goes, uh, uh, what phony American accents. And he walks away, and Chris gets hot. He's like, you're the guy who thinks we're fake Americans. I'm like, so, so what? And the guy leaves. Such a drunk problem. Yeah, like, absolutely. <laughs> Stop, take Thank a you. breath. Thank you for relating to him. Um, <laughs> he ran down the boardwalk, grabbed this guy, and by the time I catch up, he's shaking him. Chris, I'm so sorry, I'm telling this. I love you, brother. Um, and he's shaking the guy, he goes, say I have a fake accent now. And the guy's like, I don't, I don't understand. I don't even care, I don't, I don't like, even. Finally, he grabs the guy and just launches him. And the guy is in the air long enough, meaning we're up above the river high enough that I can hear this poor bastard scream, no! <laughs> Splash! What? 
into the river. Oh my goodness. It's winter time. Oh my I have to goodness. run down the bank. I was dressed nice. I had good shoes. I had an Armani jacket. I was feeling yeah. good. Now I'm wet, dirty, You're saving it. mad, gross. I pulled this guy out. Now I'm mad at him. Yeah. Um, but, I was drunk too, but I'm like, you had to see in a fake accent, you dumb <laughs> son of a bitch. Wow. So maybe Joe Pesci could play him in a movie someday. <laughs> <laughs> Man. I'm acting big hell. <laughs> when I'm not American? Oh, man. So um, he had some redemption. Good on him. Good Sees reason. the humor in the situation. And he actually made this video for uh, Funny or Die, basically taking the piss out of his audition tape that got leaked, which is uh, probably the best you can do in that situation. Um, <clears throat> he does talk about sobering up and how he was going through a bit of a shit time over that period. Now, you recently talked about you getting sober. Mm -hmm. And to me, that's the most positive thing I'd ever read when I read that story, because it was about getting help and then getting healthy. Yeah. So how do you feel about all that? Are you, are you at this good point in your life? I'm, I'm at a very good point. Um, I think that uh, it will be years from now uh, mm -hmm. that I'll be able to reflect more eloquently uh, about what's happening now. But the, uh, the work that I've done and um, uh, the, uh, the, the decision that I made to, to clean up my life and, and, um, and, uh, and, and sort out alcoholism and addiction that, that, that had really taken a hold on me, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'm, I'm 19 months into that journey. Uh, Congratulations. Thank you very yeah. much. Mm -hmm. I, I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. and, um, and I know you had that horrible thing happen when you auditioned for Mamma Mia. But what you did with that was to go on Funny or Die and make fun of it. My name's Chris Klein, reading for Twilight. Bella, I only said it would be better if we weren't friends. Not that I didn't want to be. Hey, I don't know her, but I saw Molly Ringwald at Starbucks. And, uh... I mean, she's ready for a comeback, right? She would be great in this. You love it when you're in that green suit, right? <laughs> and you're doing Avatar, you're doing motion capture and just yeah, laughing at we, it. we had a good time with that. Yeah. You know, it, it, kind of amazing to wake up one morning and, and you see an audition that you did two years ago, mm -hmm. uh, you know, be, be on YouTube and think, oh, wow, um, eh, that was terrible. <laughs> that was really a horrible thing, but you know. And keep in mind, who doesn't that, have those? That, in the, that, in the that those yeah, that those things are never meant uh, for the public to see. You know, it, it should be a, a, an avenue for actors to go take chances and, and give their best, and you know, see be. what comes out. Uh, but to to say, hey, yeah, that stunk, and then also kind of a kind of a big favor to me because I had been really. Uh, really trying to pitch a good idea to Funny or Die for a long time. Mm -hmm. I'd been a big fan. Yeah, so poor old Chris had a bit of a shitty time there for a while, um, but he's sorting it out. Good on him. He managed to turn that leak into a bit of fun, so it's the best you can do, I guess. Um, on the lighter side, well, not lighter side, heavier but then good comeback story, Natasha Leone shows she's the one that, with the husky voice that, you know, the one with giving all the advices. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Her, you know, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. The curly hair girl. And obviously now she's in Russian Doll and Orange is New Black. Like she's in... <laughs> You're just saying words. <laughs> they, are, they are words. There are also TV shows on Netflix ah. that are fan favorites. So And she's, she's sobered up, but she had a real rough time. So she was one of the next big things as well out of this movie because she's got that. She's got a charisma and she's got a good voice and that kind of shit. She was in a good indie movie called Slums, Slums of Beverly Hills. Um, yeah, she's got a bit of an indie vibe. Yeah, she's got a she's got a great vibe, but then she went off the rails too. 
drugs and alcohol and all kinds of shit. And strangely enough, this, how's this for a weird small world thing? In 2005, um, she got evicted uh, by her landlord, Michael Rappaport. He evicted her. <laughs> he evicted her. You get out of here. Basically, that's what it sounds like, right? He wrote an expose on her in Jane magazine about how fucked up it was. And she was charged with mischief, trespass, and the harassment of a neighbor and a neighbor's dog. Um, they were eventually dismissed, but she went to rehab, yada, 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 yada. Um, fast forward to today, they're friends again. He was asked about it recently, and she's, he's like, no, we're cool. We're totally reconciled. We're good friends. Um, and she's got great hair. <laughs> he's crazy. He's crazy. I enjoy him on the socials. But it was good to see. She's, she's killing it now. And so that's like a lovely comeback story. Uh-huh. is working at a sushi restaurant. Apparently. Is he? Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. There was, did you see a few months ago? Love need sushi. Yeah. People need to work, man. People need money. Did you see that thing a few months ago? That guy from the Cosby show was spotted working in a Whole Foods or something in the US. Bill Cosby? <laughs> no. That would be better. That would be uh, But it was, I think it was like parole. the son-in-law or something. And um, it went viral. I think the person that first posted it was being a bit mean-spirited, but then everyone came out in support of, like, he's just got a, he's doing his fucking job. It's working. And then it became, like, this whole thing of, like, don't judge people like that. And people forget that 90% of actors out there need another job. Yeah. I assume. I made up that stat. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. 90% of actors out there you've never seen before, right? Like, you can be an actor and yeah, never star in a movie. Like, that's just how it is. Um. But, yeah, I guess whether it's actually a curse or not, I think maybe it's also just because these were all kind of nobodies fresh out of high school. Well, yeah, I think there's something to be said about the genre because if you look at Porky's. Yeah. So I had a look a bit of the timeline of these sort of movies. So ah, Porky's, yeah. the cast, there's even less. Well, I guess we're a bit uh, we're a bit younger for that movie. Yeah. Um, but the cast, there's only one person I know from that cast and it was Kim Cattrall. Oh, was she in that? She was in oh, that. Oh, yeah. She was a teacher, was she? No, no. she was just one of the- Gym teacher or something. Yeah. So, and then looking quickly at, at the other main people in the cast, they're all pretty much just in the Porky franchise, which was three. And that's trilogy, most, yeah. For the most part. Then you go, skip forward and you've got American Pie. And yeah, like a bunch of sort of precipice stars that probably quite didn't make yeah. that superstardom level. Yeah. Then fast forward- to, I guess, a more recent iteration of the um, high school graduation sex romp, mm. super bad. Yeah, we got Jonah Hill. Yeah, this it's what I mean. This So that's where I'm going with it is uh-huh. that that one has got some serious chops. Is that because of behind the scenes because it's a Judd Apatow-related thing, so you kind of get into that crew maybe? I haven't nailed why that particularly because you know who else is in that? Seth. Emma, I mean, Emma Stone. Emma Stone, yeah. That's her first movie. She's like a nobody. That's yeah. her first ever movie. Yeah. Michael Sarah obviously is in it. That's a bit of a breakout role for him as well. Yeah. But Emma Stone, man, she's like Hollywood royalty now, yeah, right? Big she's time. got she's won an Academy Award, I think. She at least nominated, I think. Yeah. She's nominated she's a, twice, yeah. three times. Oh yeah, because yeah. the favorite and stuff. Yeah. She um She won for a lot of She's probably like the most elevated, hey. Yeah. Like Jonah Hill's got his thing in those ways. Oh, he's big deal. He's big deal, but like she's she's like a Julia Roberts type at this point. Like Man, she's yeah, she's huge. Yeah, that's as interesting. Big as it gets. Think, Trace, you can't imagine anyone from American Pie doing that. 
Well, you could have in You could have then, yeah. Like Mina Savari was probably on a pretty good trajectory. Yeah, yeah, uh, true. So, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. The one that stings me the most, the one that I, I legitimately like as an actor and I want to see more things is, is Stifler. I, yeah. I like him a lot. Did you see the, um, what's the hockey movie he did? He did? Goon. Goon, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the sequel. Did I watch the sequel? That was a bit of like a slow hit. Yeah. I like think it was. It got, got released and then it just kind of started gathering steam. And then I think they, he got pretty good critical acclaim for the performance. Yeah. And he was... Um, How, what's his bench press like? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so he used to go to my gym back in New York. He went to your gym. He went your to my gym. gym. It's my gym, all right? Um, he understood that. He respected that. I never spoke to the guy, but he seemed really nice. He uh, People would go up to him, I'd see, and he'd always have a smile on his face and shake their hands and stuff. I used Super to get called fit. Stifler when I was at school. Really? By a select few. Really? Yeah. Why? Oh, they think I looked like him. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. I reckon he's got a star quality, man. Like in uh, what was well, that one? Probably with, why. Yeah, that's why they. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the um, what's that one with Paul Rudd? Were they big brothers? Role models. Role models. He was good in that, and he had like all these starring roles that they just never went anywhere. He's in yeah. that movie with The Rock, and then he did shit ones like Bulletproof Monk and shit. But the Rock one was good. Was it? I didn't mind it. Walk, not Walking Tall. The other one. Welcome to the Jungle. It had a different name. It's got something. It's got another name in America, I think. But yeah. I, I want him to do a bit more. Um, I like him a lot. He's probably the biggest name, though, in terms of a name. He's probably the biggest one that's come out of it, hey? I think so. Yeah. Recognizable face, biggest name. Um, good on him. Good on him. He had to go work at a zoo after American Pie because he only got paid eight grand. <laughs> <laughs> eight grand is not a lot, is it? Yeah. It seems like below SAG minimum. Because didn't, <laughs> didn't Jonah Hill do SAG minimum for um, uh, Wolf of Wall Street? Did he? And that was like 60 grand. Maybe it's the amount of hours or something. Who knows? Who knows? Probably they do. Yeah. How did you feel about the soundtrack? So this is interesting because my obsession was bad music, but then when I was watching it again today, there are some good tracks in there. Sway? Yeah. Bic Runga. Tune. What happened to Bic? What happened to Bic, man? She's great. What a great song. For the people at home, people may not remember that song without hearing it. Okay, yeah. Greg, give us a little. You want me to give you a little, <laughs> a little riff out of Sway? Yeah. <laughs> with my with my vocal cords in the state they're in. Oh, uh, yeah. Sway my <laughs> way, don't come and go. <laughs> what you do. Good song. Huh? Good song. That and they got, the they got that, um, that whole song in there too. And, um, skin. That's a good song. Yeah. Tonic. Tonic. But I thought I hated it. I thought more? it was all like Blink-182 type of stuff, but it's not. I thought the music, I don't know if it was just nostalgia, but I quite enjoyed yeah. listening to the songs again. But it, well, I think that's part of the reason I like watching these kinds of movies on a hungover Sunday morning. There's something about, like I've often thought if I was going to make a like a pastiche, not, not a parody, but just I would make a 90s teen movie. <laughs> and put all that shit music in it and yeah. have that aesthetic. I think that would be fun. I watched that. Mid nineties on the planet. Oh yeah, what is that like? Uh, it's not bad. Is it a com? It's not a comedy. It's just like a kids being edgy. Well, yeah, although it just felt like a little bit like Larry Clark Light. Right. Is that the guy that made kids and stuff? Yeah. So it's kind of like yeah, I don't know. Once you've seen Larry Clark stuff, it's yeah, he's a bit more gnarly. Yeah. Have um, you seen kids? No. Shit! Really? Yeah. 
That surprises me. I get him mixed up with the other guy. The photographer, Harmony. Terry Richardson. No, no. No, I get that the kids guy mixed up with that Harmony Corinne guy. What did he make? Harmony Corinne? I don't know. He did Spring Breakers. And- oh, okay. Right. So Kids was directed by Larry Clark, but I think it was written by Harmony Corinne. That's why I get him confused. Uh, oh, that young guy. Yeah, he seems the, weird. Have you the seen The young him? skater dude. <clears throat> and he's got a, but he's not that young anymore. I was watching all his interviews on uh, yeah. Letterman recently. I think you showed me those. Yeah, and, and now he he's just, banned. He's banned from Letterman. He just went on those weird, he just, yeah, just fully out there. Trying I couldn't to, tell if it was genius or just mm, so many drugs. Yeah. And it was probably both. I kind of liked it. Anyway, that's a big side note. What do you think about gender in this movie, Greg? I did think that the balance, like the sex obsession was across the board, which I think is a fair reflection of Yeah, I think that's a fair adolescence. Call. So, so I thought that, that was pretty good. <clears throat> that was something we were texting about when we were watching it. I was like, man, this thing's so rapey because all that stuff that with Nadia streaming and all that stuff yeah. we'll get into in a second. But I was like, oh, that's fucked. Like, this is so rapey. And then, yeah, you made a good point of like, well, at least the women uh, like want it too and it's just yeah. as much about them getting laid sort of. Um Obviously, from a different angle, you know, yeah. like she wants it all to be perfect. But that's kind of, I think that's a, in my own experience, that's a pretty fair reflection of. Yeah. You know, yeah. And so I, I was man like. Man versus woman at that age. When I was making notes on this, I was like, well, okay, but does it pass the Bechdel test? Not really. Because uh, this there's two, there's more than two female characters with names, but they pretty much only talk about guys. But then I was like, well, actually, all the guys only talk about the girls. So, like, what's the difference there? Yeah. And then I was like, yes, okay, women have agency in this, but it's all still like the power of a man is just sex, but then it's also like like it's pretty much everyone's think, just equally about sex. I think sex. it's just equal. Yeah. I mean, definitely they're the not the main characters. Sex. They're not the main characters, but that's not a crime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. But the, the closest thing to a crime, which yeah, it's a crime, is the streaming of <laughs> literally a crime, Yeah, is the streaming of Nadia. And I was thinking a lot about this. A, it is a crime. You can't you can't just stream someone online. No, there's a bunch of NRL players, rugby league players yeah, at the moment. It's fucked. Going to jail for it. But I think some mitigating circumstances, is that the phrase? What we thought the internet was then. Because I think like, again, I'm not saying it's okay, but he thought he was just streaming to a couple of people, which I guess if you're looking at like an animal house where they're peeping through the window, it's like it's an extension of that. And I don't think we thought of the internet as like, the internet's basically TV now. Like streaming yeah. something on the internet, it's like broadcasting it on TV. I don't think we had that mindset yet of what the internet was. Yeah. We're going to get into more of that when we do the net. But the kids all film soon. each other now anyway. That's That's, that's the whole fucked thing. up, man. It's fucked up. Um, I told you that one, didn't I? How my, my sister-in-law was having a chat with another mum at school who's got an older kid, like 14, and they were saying how the 14-year-olds, they're they're all sexually active Fuck. and when you lose your virginity you have to film it and show your friends otherwise it's not real fuck yeah that's fucked up that's fucked up <laughs> My kids. is that real i don't know i mean it sounds like it i don't even have kids yet but they're gonna be homeschooled yeah i'm moving to like one of the poles probably oh, the man. north pole because it's you know santa one yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's good it can be elves. Yeah. <laughs> they like can work at his workshop. Sienna? So, uh, also, for context, 
we did watch Cruel. In- well, did you watch it? I, I watched Cruel Intentions with the yeah. intention of us doing it on this show, and I was like, I can't even touch that. As two middle-aged white dudes, I don't want to be mansplaining that. Thought you were movie. Italian. I'm Italian, but um, like if, if you think this movie is a bit sexist and you know uh, chauvinistic and whatever, that movie is really fucked. Like he he gets girls. A girl drunk basically date rapes her. He publishes photos of Tara Reid online and it's played for a joke. You're supposed to laugh along with it. Tara um, Reid? Yeah, it's just a cameo in the beginning. But um, this is like a horrible, horrible person that you're meant to sympathize with. Not in like a Tony Soprano bad guy, tortured, you know, problematic hero thing. Like it's actually, uh, I don't want to get into the whole thing about that movie. All I'm saying is um, if you have a problem with this movie, go watch that movie and realize that this is pretty... Is- He's got a sweet car in that movie. <laughs> He's got a good car, but it's pretty fucked up. He literally posts photos of a girl online and and gets a girl drunk and has sex with her and do all kinds of horrible things. But yeah, we probably will cover that movie eventually. But um, yeah, that's all my big stuff. One overarching thing I think is just movies like this. A bit like I was saying about the fashion before. Just the location of this movie. It's just like a g- generic American town. Like what is. Do places like this exist? Yes. Very white. Yes, it was a very white movie. Yeah. Like that feels outdated actually. Now I think it's about definitely it. dated. Yeah. yeah. Like you don't see that. It's, it's a bit more diversity now, which is good. Oh, here's a good side note. Casey Affleck. Oh, yes. What, but what was the, what was that role? Was that a cameo? Is that like, oh, my God, it's, what a, whoa, it's Casey Affleck. Well, or I, is it? I guess. But And it's also like even if it wasn't Casey Affleck, it's a bit of a random character. Yeah. Who is this guy? I guess it's his brother, but it's just, it's weird. Yeah. It's a, it's a weird It's sequence. like it's, we're meant to understand more or something. It's yeah. just very, very strange. I think the, the biggest legacy of this movie is MILF. I mean, it's pretty, yeah, it's. It's, it's just a word now. It's a word. It's in culture. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure they started here, right? It started somewhere else, apparently. Right. But this is what made it. You mean the Moro Islamic Liberation Front? <laughs> yeah, yeah. In the Philippines. Saw that. <laughs> it's a terrorist group. Acronym MILF. <laughs> oh, I found a plot hole. No, you did not. Yeah, so, as it turns out, <laughs> something doesn't add up in the old, what's Jim's last name? The old Jim household. I don't know. Yeah. So the opening scene, he's trying to get some illegal channels. Uh-huh. But he has the internet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I only thought of that one today when he's like on the internet. I just noticed, I never noticed this scene before. He's doing online dating. And yeah, I was, I was, was half that, expecting it. It's that fucking dial up shit, man. Yeah. Back then, you'd wait 20 minutes for a picture. Yeah. You'd wait 20 minutes for a, like a JPEG. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then, and then your fucking sibling would pick up the phone and you'd get cut <laughs> off mid titty. It was the worst. You don't want to get cut off mid titty. <laughs> oh, uh, Pammy Anderson for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just on the um, the notion of a remake or reboot. Oh uh, yeah. Um, I mean, as I said, super bad. I don't know. There's probably others that I can't think of right now. Yeah. Like it gets rebooted naturally. This is naturally. It's a naturally cycle. Yeah. But it's had more than enough. This franchise has had more than enough time in the sun. I did see that there, there's conflicting reports about a fifth theatrical film under the working title American Pie 5. Yeah. 
Um, this was back in 2012. But in 2015, Tara Reid said that she'd been in talks. Um, <laughs> she'd been in talks and it was going to be set in Vegas. Was this uh, before or after Sharknado 3? Uh, it was during filming. <laughs> and then in 2017, Sean William Scott said that the fourth hadn't made enough money to yeah. warrant another one. And then in 2018, Tara Reid said she'd met with directors and it was happening. <laughs> I don't know. Who are you going to believe? Sean William, William Scott or, or Tara Reid? I think he has no reason to lie, whereas she's yeah. you know, kind of hoping that Plus he backed true. up with a bit of common sense. <laughs> we didn't make enough money. We're not making another one. <laughs> no one's watching these things. Yeah. Yeah, so I had this categorized as a soft rewatch. It's yeah. not a bad time capsule, but it's not. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not gonna blow your socks off. It is certainly not. Who's your MVP? Uh I didn't have a hard and fast one. I th- there's a bunch of duds and a bunch of good ones. So I think Stifler's great, Jim's really good, the dad's awesome. Yeah. I thought Tara I actually liked Tyler reading it. I thought her character Yeah. Was. She's like kind of a Bland character, yeah, but it's but like I think I just had a crush you need a Marge Simpson maybe. in there, you know, yeah, yeah. Elisa, <clears throat> Elisa, yeah. Uh, Alison Hannigan was awesome, like, yeah, Van Camp, like that was a pretty iconic. She improved all that, say my name, bitch stuff. Yeah, she was good. <laughs> so I think, yeah, there was a bit to work with there. That was that was pretty good. I had Stifler and Jim's dad. Yeah, yeah. So that is all. If you yeah, haven't yeah, seen all. it, yeah, you could, yeah, you could watch it. But you've probably seen it. Yeah, so don't bother. Yeah. Unless it's a Sunday morning hungover. Yeah. But that's it. That's it. That's it. Did you agree? Do you disagree? You got any thoughts? Did we miss anything? Hit us up on the socials. Facebook, Instagram, Gmail. Doubleimpactpodcast at gmail.com. That's it. And then we'll be uh, we'll be back at it next week with... The Net. The Net. Speaking of The Net. Should we give them a little preview of what else we've got going on? We got, we're looking at a few classics like Hook. Clueless. Ooh, clueless. Go. Go. That'll be an interesting one. I started watching Go. Oh, yeah. Save it. All right. That's it. Bye. Bye.